Hey, legends. How's it going? How about that? How about that? Uh, Welcome back. Miles here, the film virgin. Episode 34. Wowzers. So good to have you back. How the friggin' heck are you? Missed you? I'm doing all right. No complaints. It's a bit under the weather, actually. A bit under the weather last week. But I'm fighting fit now. Getting back to full strength. Which, to be honest, isn't that, like, you know, overly strong. But it does me just fine. So, episode 34. This is it. It's just me and you again. Well, me, you, and my dear, dear friend, Kevin Costner. Jeez, I love Kevin Costner, guys. Oh, boy. I I mean, you'll hear me talk more about it. There's not many people I love more than Kevin Costner. <laughs> tell you that much. Great bloke. Great bloke. At least in baseball films. But today I've got a sci-fi thriller version of K-Cos. I'm watching Waterworld. 1995. <laughs> Fantastic. I guess this is basically a film about the ice caps melting and the world turning to water which I suppose is quite um, prescient for what's currently going on in the world. Uh, That wasn't a conscious choice on my part. I just wanted to watch a wacky Kevin Costner film, to be honest. But I'll let it be known, I'm anti-climate change. (laughs) All right, I'm against it. I'm Team Greta through and through. I'm anti-all old white men that are anti-Greta as well. But let's not go into that stuff too much right here. Let's just enjoy Waterworld for the silly film that it is. And by God, it's silly, guys. It's so friggin' silly. But I had a good time watching it. I hope you'll have a good time listening to me watch it on my own, all alone. All right, well, there's only one way to find out. Let's get into it. Here we go. It's just me watching Waterworld. I'll talk to you at the end. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's me again. You make miles. How was I in that opening bit? Witty, entertaining, dull. Did my voice go very high? Happens sometimes. Can't help it. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? It's Saturday. Saturday evening. Uh, feeling a bit wacky. <laughs> feeling a bit wacky. I've just watched, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I should admit to this. I've just watched uh, eight hours of cricket, which is a lot of cricket in anyone's books. Even a cricketer, I imagine, probably doesn't want to watch any more than eight hours a day. So yeah, I don't I don't know what I'm feeling now. I did just get out of the house. I went to the gym. Went and did a sesh, little gym sesh post cricket sesh. The gym sesh didn't last quite as long as the cricket sesh. But do you know what? That it's it's happened now. Uh and I'm just going to have to make peace with it. I mean, it wasn't like I didn't enjoy watching 8 hours of cricket. I'm not I wasn't forced to do it, guys. I I don't know if you know this about me, but I really friggin' like cricket quite a lot. 
it's probably the only thing that I obsess about in this world. Like, you know me, I'm a pretty, like, laid-back, easy-going guy. <laughs> Some people will definitely disagree with that. Um, but, yeah, it was a good day. The Aussies watching Australia versus England. It's probably finished now. I mean, the game I was watching is definitely will be finished by the time you hear this, but the entire series will probably be finished too. But we had a good day. The Aussies, uh, who I always refer to as we... We're on top. And I think we can all agree there's nothing more pleasurable than watching the English team suffer. So that's happened. Um, and now we're here. With me feeling slightly bonkers. Speaking of bonkers, I've already chosen the film I'm going to watch tonight. You already know what it is as well. And I believe it's a bit of a bogus film, considered. I'm going to watch Waterworld. With my boy Kay Koss. I mean, you know I love cricket. Do you know how much I love Kevin Costner? Have I ever told you about how much I love Kevin Costner? It's a lot. It's based entirely on his sports films, which there's quite a few of. And I've seen all of those, but I've, I've not really seen any of his other films. So I'm going to watch Waterworld. I'm not sure if there's any sports within Waterworld. But I'm sure he shows off his athletic prowess in some form. Oh, Kaycos. He's a pretty hunky man, Kaycos, isn't he? This is 95. He was peak hunkiness. Peak, peak Kaycos was late 80s. I think we can all agree. And yeah, there's back-to-back baseball films, which I've seen probably 100 times each, I'd say. They would be my top five most seen films, probably my top five favourite films as well. Top five most seen, I'd say. Uh, well, we've got Grease is number one without a doubt, and then the next five are Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, which are his two baseball films, and then the three Mighty Ducks films. So top six, they're they're top six regardless. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what he's got for me in Waterworld. Okay, I've just seen a review here. By no means the disaster it was hyped to be at the time. This is a surprisingly impressive sci-fi adventure. That's good. Thanks, Jeff Dawson at The Empire. Despite its bad rap, Waterworld does offer solid entertainment. (laughs) Much like this podcast. Despite its bad rap, offers solid entertainment. Not like, not great entertainment, just solid entertainment. You, You finish one of these podcasts and you're like, yeah, that was solid. There was some entertainment there. If I do say so myself. Waterworld, after the melting of the polar ice caps. Okay, so that's kind of relevant to the modern world. Most of the globe is underwater. I could have guessed that bit. Some humans have survived, and even fewer still, notably the marina, Kevin Costner, have adapted to the ocean by developing gills. Wait, what? (laughs) What, really? I did not know that was... Wait, is this... Really? So he's become a fish man? How quickly did he... Or are they like artificial gills? How quickly did he evolve to have gills? That's incredible. Or is this a long, long way in the future? I guess it is. Just a quick note before I continue. Some humans have survived. If this happened, I would not be one of the humans that survived. I don't think. Carrying on, Alona by Nature, the marina, I guess that's the character's name, 
I thought like a marine because a marine is like a sea person, aren't they? Aren't they guys? You know, because like marine, that's sea stuff, isn't it? A person who navigates or assists in navigating a ship. Seaman, sailor. Have I been saying marina? It's definitely mariner, isn't it? When I was a teenager, I used to go watch a uh, soccer team play football now called the the Central Coast Mariners. Shout out to all the Central Coast Mariners fans listening. Definitely didn't call them the Central Coast Marinas. Goodness me, Burgess. Anyway, a learner by nature, the Mariner reluctantly befriends Helen, played by Jean Triplehorn, which is an incredibly impressive name. Triplehorn. And her young companion, I can't say any words, companion Enola. That's a tough name to pronounce too. Uh, Played by Tina. Here's another one. Tina... Oh, this is a great name. Majorino. Tina Majorino. <laughs> uh, uh, as they escape from a hostile artificial island. Yeah, I bet there'd be loads of artificial islands. That's probably what we'll do. I mean, we already do that, don't we? In this real world, make artificial islands. I guess that's what we'll do when the polar caps melt. Guys, I've sorted that. No need to worry. Carry on. Eating meat and uh, driving cars. Don't really stop eating meat immediately. Uh, Soon the sinister smokers are pursuing them. I I guess that's a group of people, the smokers? Or anyway, uh, pursuing them in the belief that Enola holds the key to finding the mythical dry land. That's Dryland, as in that's a uh, proper noun. That's the name of the place, I guess. Not just Dryland. Although, uh, coincidentally, or not, I imagine it is actually Dryland on <sighs> Dryland. Okay, let's get some not professional reviewers' reviews. This is a very well-written review. This movie being flop at its time, and still many people hating is the very reason we have ultra-trash movies nowadays. So these kind of people should not complain about present-day crappy, repetitive movies. This movie is one of the greatest I've ever seen. Extremely entertaining, with comic-style villains. It is the kind of movie that really makes an effort to take you to the world it is supposed to be happening in. Now we have medieval movies like King Arthur and Robin Hood, etc. that look like they are performing in a small sets. Costumes and dialogues made by school-going theatre artists and noobs. <laughs> What's a noob? Is that someone who's new to something? Or does he mean knobs? Anyway, let me know, Stefan D, if you're... Uh... This review was only written 11 months ago. Uh, Carrying on. Given the reduced capability of CGI and computer prowess, etc., this movie is great. People that complain about, quote, science, <laughs> end quote, should watch Nat Geo or, Discru- or Discovery. This is a matinee movie and a great one at that. The kind of movie that makes you fall in love with cinema and Hollywood. An instant Hollywood classic for me. I like that he wrote an instant Hollywood classic for me and the review was written 
24 years after the film came out. That's excellent, Stephen D. Sorry, 23 years. And one other one. Unfairly slaughtered by critics of the time, Waterworld has since gone on to garner an almost cult status as an alternative post-apocalyptic forum centred around human evolution and the seemingly almost inherent ignorance of man. This review is based upon my initial viewing of the long-missing Ulysses cut. I'm not watching that. I'm not reading the rest of your review, mate. Uh, This movie was the most expensive movie for its time and became one of the biggest bombs in history. And it... Dos disservice to bomb. <laughs> That's great. And she's, I mean, she's just misspelled does, but it sounds like she's gone all Shakespearean. It dos disservice to bomb. She means it does disservice to bombs, I suppose. Kevin Costner's acting is terrible. Fuck off, Anita Durham. What do you know? His character tries to murder a little... Oh, that's going to spoil the thing for me, is it? Maybe I won't read that. Kacos tries to murder the girl. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, this looks like a good one. Mr. Costner, sir, you owe me two hours, 15 minutes and four seconds of my life back. Jeez, is that how long is this going to go for? Whew, all right. Okay. can manage it. If you are thinking of watching this sit in your basement with the lights off for two hours, time better spent. Say something good. Um, uh, um, oh, the leading lady is (laughs) V-nice. Oh, not done with Costner. Considering you owe me two hours, Mr. Costner. It's already come down. He must have taken 15 minutes to write that first paragraph. Please come to dinner and explain how, and more importantly, why. Okay. That's good. That's giving me something to go with. I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. These guys have piqued my interest. It's got Kacos. Oh, Dennis Hopper's in it. He's a good actor, isn't he? Wait, Jack Black's in this movie? Really? How old's Jack Black? Why am I so excited by that? Anyway, apparently Jack Black's in this movie. He plays Pilot. Look forward to that. Um... Alrighty, so I think I know what's happening from everything I've just read. Kacos, he's a loner. He's got gills. The world's ended as we know it. There's some baddies who want to capture a little girl to find dry land. On dry land. Alright, Bojo, good stuff. I'm going to watch Waterworld now. And you know what? I can't bloody wait. Alright, here I go. Waterworld. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of fun, guys. It's a bit of fun. Waterworld. Goodness me, action-packed. We've got Kay Koss playing the Mariner, as mentioned. Not that I think he's been called by name. Maybe he has. Opening scene. Drank his own urine. That was good. That was a good strong start. Things to come. I mean, he put it through a... um, What are those things called? Filter? He put it through a filter. Cleansed it. It's pretty impressive, actually. But yeah, opening scene was him urinating into a cup. 
That's a good start. Sign of things to come. And so we've got Kos. He's the lone wolf. He's, uh, turns out not everyone has gills. He's actually a mutant. So he's got gills and he's got webbed feet. So he can swim underwater like a dolphin. Or, you know, choose another underwater animal. Like there was just a scene with him swimming. I thought, oh, he looks a bit like a dolphin there swimming. Not in appearance, just in the, the way his body moved. He still looked like a human. By and large, his gills are hidden, but behind his ears, you can't even see him. But so there's Kos, and he went to um, the marina, <laughs> the mariner. He went to this uh, fort thing in the middle of the ocean. I mean, it's the world, everything's the ocean. It's water world. He did say a line early on, um, nothing comes for free in water world. So we know it's water world. And we got uh, introduced early to the smokers, who are the baddies. They're on, like, jet skis and boats. So I think that's why they're called the smokers. I mean, actually, they are smoking a lot as well. No one's... I don't think it's going to be answered where they're getting all the tobacco from because all of the smokers are constantly smoking. You know, I don't want to pick holes in the film, but where's the tobacco grain? Anyway, maybe it's just... It's a, it's a good aesthetic, though, for the smokers to be smoking. So Kacos went to this fort thing and he got let in there and, like, traded dirt. <laughs> he had some dirt and they love, they fucking love dirt in Waterworld, so it's like gold, I guess. And so he traded some dirt and he got, in return, he got a, he got a tomato plant, which I presume has dirt in it. But anyway, another plot hole, guys. Uh, and he got some, some hide. Hydra, I think they call water, or hydro or hydra. Some pure hydra, the hard shit, and some other stuff. But then the people in this fort, they found that he had gills and he's a mutant, and they arrested him for being a mutant, and they were going to kill him. These aren't smokers in this fort. These are just humans, by the way. And within this fort thing is uh, Enola, the aforementioned girl with a tattoo on her back uh, and her mum, Triple triple Horn, the old Triple Horn, Jean Triple Horn, Helen, her mum. She was actually the one who like was in charge of the store where, he got, where Kacos got his uh, tomato plant. So anyway, he's locked up in this cage and he's been sentenced to death and they're going to drown him in something, I guess some sort of sludge or something because he can swim underwater so he'd be fine in water. But... As they're about, to, as they're lowering him into this sludge, the smokers show up, led by Chief Smoker uh, Dennis Hopper, smoking away menacingly. So they have to go to battle stations, and Kacos is sort of just lingering just above the sludge. And I'm sure it's not actually sludge, guys. You might know what it was. And then in the sort of chaos and carnage of the battle, Jean Triplehorn releases Kacos from the cage because she's like. If you get us out of here, I'll release you. And he's like, yeah, mate, crack open that gate. I want to get the shit out of here immediately. So he gets out and he does his dolphin swim over to his boat. And he's got a magical, <laughs> magical sailboat. I, I, did you notice? I couldn't find the word for it, but it's magical, I've decided. And so he sets his sailboat into action. It's got all magic gizmos and stuff. See, it's magic. It's just magical. Like... Uh, I don't know, a sailboat. It's a really fast one, like one that would be in that um, famous sailboat race. You know the one. And so eventually he gets um, 
gets them on board, gets out of the fort, which is now on fire and everyone's being killed, and then sort of somehow manages to blow up Dennis Hopper's smoker boat, which is full of gasoline or something because it actually explodes, and then kind of escapes. And then we see that Dennis Hopper's lost his eye, and I've just paused it now as he's had a new eye put <laughs> in his eye socket which looks ridiculous. I don't know if he's going to have that on display for the rest of the film or if he's going to go for the patch. Uh, both good options, I guess. And uh, now Kacos is sort of... I don't, I don't know if he's decided to take the Triple Horn and Enola to dry land or not, which is where they want to go, dry land where there's dry land. Uh, and there's a tattoo on Enola's back that gets people there apparently, although I think Kacos already knows where it is. Because he's a gangster. But yeah, there's just a bit... There's, there's been a couple of weird sexy things happen. Well, firstly, actually, when they were on the f- fort and Kacos was about to leave, one of the elders stopped him and was basically like, can you please have... Um, we'll let you go. You just have to have sex with my daughter first. And he's like, not really interested. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm actually just going to be on my way. And they're like stop him, why does anyone have sex with my daughter? And that's basically what led to him getting in, imprisoned. So there was that. And just now he's he was going to throw... He said he needed to throw Enola overboard because the, water, uh, the boat was taking on water and Triple Horn was like, you can't do that. You agreed to take us or whatever. And he's, he's like, I got you out, I saved your life or whatever. That's all I agreed to. And then she was like, Enola, go downstairs. And then she was like, I'm sure we can come to some other sort of arrangement. And then she got her kit out. She got her triple horns out. She got her kit off. (laughs) Got her triple horns out. Um, And just was there all sexy naked on the boat in front of him. And he was, again, like, nah, mate, I'm not interested. Like, guys, don't you get it? I'm I'm like half fish. I can't have sex with sexy ladies. I've got, like fish bits you know (laughs) he's got fish bits Kacos has fish bits so he's got no interest in sexy triple horns and then she was all nude and she was holding a spear gun up to him and was like fucking take us mate or else I'll shoot you and he's like you're gonna shoot me are you and she's like yeah mate gonna shoot you through the bloody fish gills I'll shoot you in your fish bits if you're not careful and he was like all right and then he pressed one of his magic sailboat gizmo things and the sail fell on her and then he whacked her with a paddle and kicked the spear gun away. But then he didn't throw the girl overboard, and that's where I'm at now, basically. So, I, I, do you know what? I think he's... Because the girl came up up top from below deck, and they sort of looked each other in the eyes, and I think they're actually kindred spirits. Oh! Is she going to have gills? All right, there's something for, for me to look out for. Enola to get some gills and be a, a, a fish lady along with Kacos Fishman with his fish bits. And yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Triplehorn and Kacos, if there will be any sort of love story eventually. Because it might not just be because of his fish bits. It's also like, as we discovered at the start, that he is a loner and he's um, not interested in sort of human contact or having relationships with anyone. So whether romantic or platonic so yeah that's something for me to keep an eye on and i'll uh, 
getting uh, fish bits. Uh, so now I guess the rest of the film is going to be Dennis Hopper and the smokers trying to capture Kacos and his fish bits with Triple Horn and Anola in tow, uh, a race to dry land, or maybe there won't be a dry land in the end. I'd be very surprised if there is a dry land. But she does have a tattoo on her back. Why does a child have a tattoo on her back to dry land if there isn't a dry land? That's the question. Is it a good question? No, not particularly. Um, yeah, all right then. Uh, well, a lot for me to look forward to. I'm enjoying it. It's been action-packed. It's had Kacos. He's been pretty athletic as well. He's been brooding, which he is in um, one of his two baseball films. He's had that sort of, like, the loner don't give a fuck attitude. It's good, solid Kacos. I don't know what Anita was talking about. He's acting his ass off. And I, for one, can't wait to see some more of it. Okay, so I'm going to do that right now. Here I go. Continuing. Waterworld. Fantastic. Magical, magical Waterworld. Well, let's do it. I'm back, yeah? Nice. Uh, I'm going to do better than you realize. Much better. What do you say, Toby? The truth. Looks like shit. That's why I love children, no guile. It does look like shit. Guys, absolute nightmare. The smokers have got Enola tattooed back and all. Jesus Christ. This film is absurd. And I love it. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh... <laughs> uh, so, I mean, what happened? What, what happened in that last hour? This, there was a smoker in a plane. That was Jack Black. He tracked him down. Uh, but they shot him down or, he, like, speared him with a, the spear gun. But he got away. He was okay. And then they, they... There's been a lot of filler in this movie. Like... And this dialogue's really basic, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there was a bit... Oh, there was a bit where they bumped into a drifter. Drifted into a drifter. Um, another bloke on a sailboat, I guess. And they. this is when Kacos still hadn't sort of come around on the two of Enola and Triplehorn. And, yeah, they they were doing a trade and... God, he... So, the thing he had to trade was paper. He had two pieces of paper, which is very rare on Waterworld, as you might imagine. But the trade that he agreed with Kay Koss for the two pieces of paper was half an hour with Triple Horn. And, I mean, say what you will about Triple Horn. She's definitely worth more than two pieces of paper. Outrageous. <laughs> outrageous bit of trading from Kacos and then this drifter went below deck with Triplehorn for their half hour she didn't really have much to say in this by the way guys but then thankfully Kacos had a, a change of heart or a pang of his conscience or something I'm not sure he has much of a conscience no actually he's starting to come around anyway and he, he realised that it probably wasn't very 
fair valuation of Triple Horn. So he went below deck and was like, the deal's off. And this guy's like, fuck no, I gave you my two best bits of paper. I want half hour with Triple Horn. And Kacos was like, here, have your stupid paper. You're not having any time with Triple Horn. And so the drifter pulled a knife out and Kacos killed him. So they ended up killing, Kacos ends up killing this guy. So he gets to keep the paper anyway. I don't know why he didn't just kill him to begin with. That's not the drifter code though, I guess. And then they kept going for a while. Oh, there was one bit earlier on, I think when they had the plane track him down. But anyway, Kacos cut off uh, Triple Horn's hair to teach her a lesson. And then uh, Enola, like, said something to him and he sort of gave her, gave her a bit of a death stare and then it cut to the next scene and she'd had her hair cut off as well. So that was how he showed his, his dominance over them. He cut their hairs off. Hairs off? Yeah. He cut their hair off. Cut each of their hair off. And then they kept going and they came across another trap from the smokers and Dennis Hopper, head smoker, uh, which they managed to escape again, but Hopper shot Kacos in the back, capped his ass. Uh, and this was important because this was the point that he realised something, Kacos realised something was amiss and like he was like, why are the smokers hunting us down so thoroughly. Why are they still after us? Just three of us. You're only worth two pieces of paper, triple horn. And he realised that everyone considers the tattoo on Enola's back to be a map to dry land, where the land is dry. And Kacos was like, dry land's a myth. It doesn't exist. And triple horn's like, what do you mean? You said you were taking us there. Where do you get all this stuff from? That must be from Dryland because he's got like a mirror and some crayons and stuff. What are you talking about? Dryland must exist. And Kacos is like, do you want to see Dryland? I'll show you Dryland. And this is just the dumbest plan ever. God, Kacos is an idiot at this point. He puts her in the little his little capsule thing, like little sort of submarine thing, and takes her down to the bottom of... The, the water where it's like a, a city a destroyed city and then he picks up like the soil at the bottom and he's like showing it like rubbing it in her face like this is where the fucking dry land is mate um, you know like um, metaphorically he did that but then he comes back up and obviously all the smokers are there. What a dumb plan. Let's just stop in the middle of the ocean when all the smokers are chasing us. So all the smokers are there. And guess what? They've taken Enola and they've burnt down Kacos's boat, sailboat, magical sailboat, not so magical anymore. And Kacos and Triplehorn have had to like swim for it to get away. Kacos is like, we're going to have to go under. And Triplehorn's like... I can't breathe underwater like you. And Kacos says, I'll breathe for both of us. <laughs> Which is a great line. Um, so then they, yeah, they went underwater and like they just were basically underwater smooching so Triple Horn could breathe. Because I think Kacos has developed a bit of a Triple Horn for Triple Horn, if you know what I mean. Oh, is that inappropriate? I don't know. It's late. And then basically that's, that's where I'm at. I've just seen Kacos and Triplehorn come back to the surface and they're inspecting the 
shell of his boat. Not so magical now. Burnt to a crisp. Oh, there's one scene I didn't tell you about, which in a movie full of absurd scenes really takes the cake. Number one, Triplehorn and Enola are complaining about how hungry they are. And Kacos like, you want food? Like, and they're, oh, they're trying to put together like an old fishing pole. And Kacos like throws it into the water. He's like, this is a piece of shit. If you want to see how to fish, I'll show you how to fish. And then he went down below deck and turned on like some sort of, <laughs> I don't know, sonar system, something to, anyway, you don't really know what's happening at that point. And he sets off the boat. Oh no, I think he's putting, he's putting it on like autopilot perhaps. So the boat's driving on its own and he's got a spear in his hand and he's being towed by a rope behind the boat and it's speeding up. And then this like giant mythical sea creature comes and swallows him whole. It's like uh, like that film, The Meg. I haven't seen it, but I can imagine it was a similar creature. And he like, yeah... This thing swallows Kacos whole and then obviously like explodes because Kacos shoots it. And then the next scene is him throwing these like giant fish steaks on a barbecue and eating the eyeball of his uh, capture. So that was fun. So yeah, I'm on the home stretch. Somehow Kacos, I mean Kacos and Triplehorn are obviously going to go to rescue Enola. I'm not sure if they're officially in love yet, but that definitely does seem on the cards now. Somehow they're going to have to catch up to the smokers, though. I don't know if Kacos can do some more magic repairs to his magic boat or potentially someone else is going to come along. There was... All right, there was a guy at the fort thing, the guy who captured Kacos... We sort of saw him get away in a boat, I think, with another person at the time the fort was taken over. And I think Kacos might have saved his life during the the uh, the melee with the smokers. So potentially he's going to come along, but also maybe not. That's good. I've given myself both options there. That's either going to happen or not happen. I've predicted that either way. But yeah, Kacos and Triplehorn are going to rescue Enola. That's going to be the end of the film. And oh, I really don't know. I've got to have a stab at whether there is a dry land or not. I'm going to say no, there isn't a dry land where the land is dry. But they will all live happily ever after. Oh, and Dennis Hopper, who's been completely wacky all film, is going to get killed by Kacos. There'll be a big confrontation there. There's also one of the smokers who stole Kacos's boots earlier on in the big fort fight. And he's getting those boots back. Mark my words, Kacos is not a man who will let you steal his boots and get away with it. All right, lot to look forward to. Let's finish it off. Here I go. Waterworld. Yes. I want the girl. That's all. What on this screwed up earth makes you think that you're going to get her? You know what this is? I drop it, 
You burn. That was such a silly film, guys. I loved it. <laughs> the uh so silly. Dennis Hopper, so silly. He kept doing it. He kept making all these one-liners that just wouldn't apply to people who live on Waterworld. Like at one point he said, a hole in one. And he said, uh, like a turd that won't flush. <laughs> uh, it's probably not worth getting stuck on that point. Kacos saved the day and Dryland existed. There's the summary. That's what happened. I was not quite right. I, f I completely forgot to mention earlier there was an old guy in a hot air balloon who was supposed to take Enola and uh, Triplehorn with him, but he was a bit of a goofball and accidentally took off without them. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But for some reason, I didn't realise he was still around. But I, I was close because the guy I mentioned was, like, in it at the end. He was with... There was a few that had survived from that fort thing. So when they found dry land at the end, that bloke was with them. But that's all he really did. I guess uh, Kacos, Kacos saved Enola on his own, basically, and then the the hot air balloon with Triple Horn, the old guy, and the buff dude came and uh, took them away. Enola was on some big sort of um, freight ship thing, really rusty. And that was where Dennis Hopper was doing all these wacky speeches. Kacos just killed all of them. Just, they're, they're all dead. Literally every one of the smokers is dead now. Uh, killed the bloke who took his shoes. Dennis Hopper took a while to die, but there was, yeah, basically Kacos saved the day and got Enola off the ship. But then there was, you know, another twist where Dennis Hopper chased them on a jet ski and then shot Enola out of the sky. And then Kacos basically bungee jumped down and grabbed her and like shot back up to the balloon <laughs> and and then um uh Dennis Hopper was in a three-way he was in a three-way guys what do you think about that didn't think it was going to go there did you no he was in a three-way uh jet ski smash big explosion um but then they make it to dry land drink some water there's some horses there Obligatory wild horses shot running through the forest. And then Kacos leaves straight away because his life is on the sea, even though he really likes Enola and he's in love with Triplehorn. He can't stay because he feels landsick. And as Enola says to him, it's just landsickness. We're all feeling it, but we'll get used to it. And that's kind of was the tone of the whole film, just like silly lines like that. <laughs> but... That's my taste in films. I like silly films, so it won me over. So I think I'm in a better place to have a look at some of those reviews from the start again now. Didn't go on with all of them. Oh, this one looks good. They could have titled this movie Utterly Imaginary World instead of Waterworld. Right? <laughs> That's good. I mean, they could have. When I saw the title, I thought of the water world of Disney's in Florida. It is nothing of that sort. It's not. I mean, I've never been, but I don't think it would be like that. 
but groups of survivors of the flood in the vast ocean due to the melting of glaciers. They are struggling in their rafts, boats and yachts in the vast ocean looking for dry land, the map of which they suspect is tattooed on the back of a girl. The girl is a kind of stowaway in Kevin Costner's boat. His female friend travelling with him has hidden the fact from Kevin. The other drifters attack Kevin Costner and carry away the girl. Somehow Costner's friend, Deacon Dennis Hoffer, saves the group from their enemies and retrieves Enola. He carries the group finally in his airship with a gondola to the dry land. Very trite story. I don't think this guy knows who Dennis Hopper is. I think that's how he's gotten confused there because that's not what happened. But it, it, I guess it happened just not with Dennis Hopper. Very trite story, but photography is excellent. Most of them are shot in oceans to give a realistic effect. That's true, it was very realistic. The water did look like actual water. How the people in the rafts and yachts survived without food after the deluge is not answered. Neither the ability of people to swim underwater without oxygen masks is not clear. It really is, though. He has gills. But mysteriously, Costner has developed gills. He was the only one. Oh, this is good. The last line. A cock and bull story. <laughs> one person found that review helpful. I mean, it's not so much a review as just you recounting what happened in the film incorrectly. That's good. A cock and bull story. I mean, it was a bit of a cock and bull story. A fish bits and bull story, perhaps. Am I right? Um, ah, this one's more hard-hitting review. I own the tape and watch it all the time. We might end up in this world if we do not change. It's very true. If you're into super action-packed or overhyped movies like me, then you may certainly not enjoy this movie. I watched the first 45 minutes and didn't like it because it was overall boring and it wasn't all that exciting whatsoever. Before you tell that I didn't like this movie just because it's old and was made in the 20th century, well, there are older movies than this that I've enjoyed more, like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Back to the Future. In my opinion, it's an okay film. Nothing great or nothing terrible, for example. The bad stuff. Costner is a bland as hell and very unlikable. The plot holes are scattered all over the place and it's disappointing for the most expensive movie made at the time. The good stuff. The production design is very impressive. Dennis Hopper is over the top but entertaining and the technicals is really interesting. I like to see how everything works as it makes their world seem more practical and realistic. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's all good stuff. I can't really add any more than that. It was fun, you know, it was fun. I'm not sure the acting was amazing. I really don't think the dialogue was very good. But what do I care? I'm at home on my own on Saturday night watching Waterworld. How can I judge? I'm just happy to have a bit of entertainment, guys. All right, guys, I think that's me done on the Waterworld front. Just remember to recycle, okay? Say no to plastic straws. And we'll avoid our own water world. Remember that if you take nothing else from this film. It's not too late to save the planet. Although it turns out there's dry land anyway and it's really beautiful and picturesque. So again, whatever. Enjoy your plastic straws, guys. All right, I'm out of here. There you go. That was me. Watch your water world.
Told you. I told you it would be. Was it all right? I hope you enjoyed it. Sometimes I uh, struggle to maintain the, the energy levels late into my Saturday night alone. But I think we got through it, didn't we? It was all right. It was all right. Thanks so much, Kos. Mr. Costner, it's always a pleasure. And I'll see you again real soon. Real, real soon. Last time I watched Bulldarm, so I'll be on to Field of Dreams again next. Should be in the next couple of weeks, I imagine. And hey, seriously, thanks to each and every one of you, but especially you. You know who you are. You did it again. You got through it. I can't believe you're still listening at this point. It's incredible. What are you doing with your time? Spending it wisely, obviously. Um, tell your friends. Get them along. Tell them about how charming I am and entertaining. And don't mention how unpleasant my voice is to the ear. Keep that secret. Let them find that out for themselves. And we'll bring them along. Add them to the family. Plenty of room. All right. I will have a new episode real soon for you. But in the meantime, just keep on keeping on. That's all I ask. Look after yourselves. Get back here in one piece, safe and sound. And I'll talk to you real soon. Alrighty, see yous.